The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers brings you rare, unusual, and interesting art, collectibles, and antiques. Objets Etrangers is constantly on the lookout for the rare and obscure. Look them up on Facebook at Objets Etrangers. There'll be a link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castanis. Please share this podcast with all your friends. If you're listening on iTunes, then leave us five stars. It helps other people find the show. Today, I have another hometown legend, one I've known about pretty much all my life. Its location I visited in the safety of the day and in the peril of the night. It's not far from my home or heart. I guess we all have a special place for the stories from our childhood. Today's story is about the Donkey Lady. It's a goofy name, and it's even a less probable story. But as usual with urban legends, that hasn't stopped it from being passed down from generation to generation. Upon researching this story, I found numerous accounts online with the typical urban legend, A Friend Told Me, or This Guy Said His Uncle Heard. So here's the story. There's some debate as to how far back the story goes. When I heard it, I was told the story started in the 1950s. A few other accounts suggest it goes back to the 1800s. Either way, the story tells of a woman burned in a terrible fire. She wasn't killed outright, but rather her hands and feet were melted into something like hooves. The skin on her face drooped off of her skull. As it healed, it did so creating an elongated face. It resembled a horse or a donkey. Some say her husband started the fire. Others say a stranger who mercilessly beat her donkey set the fire after she ran him off for abusing her animal. Either way, she haunts the woods around a bridge near the Applewhite Road where it crosses over Elm Creek. Most stories say she didn't die in the fire, but she must have died at some point, especially if the story goes back to the 1800s. Either way, she haunts the bridge area. People say you can hear her screams, or even see her tortured form if you go out on the bridge at night. There have been reports of hoof indentations on your car. In some versions, she's mourning the loss of her children who were also killed in the fire. Maybe this is borrowed from La Llorona? Other stories suggest she was disfigured in the fire and ran to the creek to put the flames out, but her body was never found. The bridge itself has become subject of some misinformation. I've read a few reports that the bridge has been blocked off from traffic to prevent people from meeting their fate at the hands or hooves of the donkey lady. The truth is, the route of Old Applewhite Road was altered and widened to accommodate the traffic caused by the construction of a Toyota plant nearby. It has become pedestrian only and is part of a greenway hike and bike trail now. It's still very remote and plenty dark and creepy at night. All manner of South Texas fauna can be found in the area. I'm pretty sure huge feral hogs are more common in the area than donkey ladies. Some of these hogs can get up to 400 pounds. In the dark of night, 
Their grunting would sound pretty otherworldly. Their girth would certainly also make a lot of noise in the woods. Alligators are not out of the question in any one of these tributaries of the San Antonio River or the Medina River in the area. Certainly, they are possible. Add in the random assortment of bobcats, raccoons, and possums, and you get a veritable cornucopia of critters that scare the crap out of you late at night. As is so often the case, there are no records of a family-destroying fire in the area. There were multiple newspapers being printed in San Antonio by 1950 when the story is most commonly told as starting or happening. And each of these papers were capable ambulance-chasing organizations. This would have been a headline story if an entire family would have perished in a fire. The property itself was once part of the Walsh Ranch, which at one time encompassed thousands of acres of South Texas. As with so many ranches, it was auctioned and sold piece by piece over the years. The last major acreages were slated for a surface water reservoir, and then ultimately the industrial park with the Toyota plant that I mentioned earlier. By the early 2000s, the area was transformed, but there are still patches of wild all around, and the old bridge can seem like it's on the surface of the moon late at night. So how does a story like this survive? Just like the haunted railroad tracks in episode one, the area of Donkey Lady Bridge will be slowly consumed by businesses. The Greenway will protect the immediate area, but a good bit of the mystique may be lost when they build a strip mall within sight of the bridge. But the great thing about these legends is they can be quite durable. And in some cases, the dumber the story, the better. Urban legends that have a strong moral message often die out when the message is no longer needed or perceived to be needed. On the other hand, ghost stories and monsters don't always need a moral. They just need to be scary. Most of us, in some capacity or another, like to be scared once in a while. If the community connects with the story, it will last. Because it's not based in truth, it can morph and change as needed. If the Donkey Lady Bridge is torn down, well, hell, the story will just move to another bridge. It's that simple. It might be easily dismissed if that's what we wanted. But if we enjoy the story and we want it to survive, then it will. It's way more resilient than Jason or Michael Myers combined, and for much the same reason. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to like and share the show. We want all your friends who like strange tales to drop in and give a listen. You can also share or suggest a story at Urban Lore Podcast, all one word, Urban Lore Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Tom Castaños. Thanks for listening.